Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for May 11th is 2 Samuel chapter 10, 1 Chronicles chapter 19, and Psalm 20. David goes to war against the Ammonites, but it's not something that he provokes. He is provoked. Now, you'll remember the Ammonite king sent David gifts and blessing when he was established. And that's when he knew that God had firmly established him as king over Israel. Well, it's been a few years now, and that Ammonite king has passed away. His son has taken over. And so David sends emissaries to honor the memory of this new king's past father. But his adversaries, excuse me, his advisors, say they're here to spy out the land. They're not here to show condolences. They're here as spies. David plans to come and take you. How important is it that we're careful who we listen to? We have to be so careful who we put around us. Isn't it interesting how the enemy of our souls who comes to kill, to steal, and destroy, employs bad advice to reach those ends, the enemy will whisper lies into our ears to get us off track, sometimes promising us good things so that we'll be heartbroken and dismayed and despondent when we don't get those good things that we thought God was offering to us or promising to us. And sometimes the enemy threatens us with bad things, causes us to act out of fear, and the end doesn't go so well. And that's what happens to this new king of the Ammonites. He realizes after he has embarrassed David's men and turned them away and shaved them and ripped their clothes that he's made a terrible mistake. And so he goes and partners with other nations around him. He hires out tens of thousands. It costs him in today's money roughly 38 tons of silver. It's a lot of money. <laughs> to hire out, to bring in these mercenaries from other nations to defend him against David. David sends his armies. Of course, there's a complete and total rout. The other armies, the Arameans, after being defeated by Israel, after having been paid by the Ammonite king, swear that they will never partner with the Ammonites again. So we learn through their example, we have to be very careful who we go into an alliance with, don't we? In Psalm 20, get some more insight into God, what he's calling us to. It says, may Yahweh answer you in the day of trouble. That word trouble there, can be translated adversary or 
even adversity. Trouble against because of a rival is, is really what it's referring to. It's not just any general kind of trouble. It's, it's when you're in trouble against somebody who's trying to destroy you. Now, if we think of our lives in a spiritual way and we know that Satan has come to steal, to kill, to destroy us, I suppose all trouble is this kind of trouble. But it's not just bad luck. It's, it's when somebody is against us. It says, may the name of Jacob's God protect you. Why Jacob's God? caused me to go back to the life of Jacob in Genesis. and How did God interact with Jacob? Remember the story of Jacob's ladder when he was in Genesis chapter 28? Roll back here and find that. Where he was having a dream in the middle of the night and he saw this ladder with the angels of God ascending and descending upon it. And God spoke to him in his dream. Do you remember what he said? I am Yahweh, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your offspring the land on which you are lying. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth and you will be spread out toward the west, the east, the north, and the south. All the peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring, Jacob. Look, I am with you, and I will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. This is when Jacob was leaving the land of his fathers, running for his life from Esau, Jacob responded, he made a vow. If God will be with me and watch over me during this journey I'm making and provides me with food to eat and clothing to wear, and I return safely to my father's family, then Yahweh will be my God. God, the God of Jacob, made a promise to Jacob before Jacob was even committed to following this God. He makes a promise to us as well that he'll bless us, that he'll prosper us, that he will complete this good work in us that helps us, that he will help us reach our potential that so few humans ever reach. I think because of our lack of faith, because of our fake modesty, I don't think we ever really get to complete the opportunity that God is giving us. May he send you help from the sanctuary. The sanctuary, that word is the sacredness, the holy. In Hebrew, it's Kodesh. You may recognize the phrase Ruach. Kodesh. HaKodesh. 
Kodesh is the holy in Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh. May he send you help from the holy, from the sacredness, from where God's glory dwells. May he send you help and sustain you from Zion, from Jerusalem, from where his throne is here on earth. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you what your heart desires and fulfill your whole purpose. That requires our submission to him. And once again, I don't think we really understand what our heart's desires are until we're fully submitted to him because he knows us better than we know ourselves. Let us shout for joy at your victory, O God, and lift the banner in the name of our God. May Yahweh fulfill your requests. Some take pride in chariots. Yes, I did skip a verse if you're paying attention. Others take pride in horses. But we take pride in the name of Yahweh, our God. And it's in his name that I bless you, my friends. Thank you for being on this journey with me. See you tomorrow.